Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. You may be seated. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, blindness is a horrible affliction in any age, but it was especially so in first century Israel. There wasn't any guide dogs, no talking traffic lights, no braille, no specialized schools or homes or services. Because no one would hire them for work, they were almost inevitably, inevitably left to beg for their daily breath. And to add insult to injury, the blind also lived under the social stigma that their blindness was somehow God's punishment for some sin that either they or their ancestors had committed. We see that from John chapter 9, where Jesus is asked, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? These were the conditions under which Bartimaeus lived. And while he may have been blind, he was under no illusion. He knew he was completely dependent on the mercy of others for his very existence. Now, while most of us don't know what it's like to be blind, we'll see as we go through our gospel text today that we do share a lot of similarities with blind Bartimaeus. And the similarities start with that name, Bartimaeus. It literally means son of Timaeus, but Timaeus translated means honored by God. So the name means sons honored by God. That sounds a lot like us too, right? That describes us very well, actually. For we are ones who have been made sons and daughters of God through the waters of holy baptism. Ones who have been marked, have been honored by receiving the sign of the cross both upon our forehead and our hearts, marking us as ones redeemed by Christ the crucified. In fact, we are so honored and loved by God that he sent his own son to save us from sin, death, and the devil so that we would be his for all of eternity. That's where our text picks up for today. Jesus traveling uh, leaving Jericho, going to Jerusalem. And really, his whole mission and ministry is leading to Jerusalem, is going to Jerusalem. Going there for one sole reason, to pay the price for our sin. And not only our sin, but for the sin of the entire world. The Bible tells us that Jesus went resolutely to Jerusalem. He set his face to go to Jerusalem, knowing full well what was, what was waiting for him there. Knowing full well the, the pain, the torture, the suffering that he would have to endure. But he went there. He went there on that way resolutely for us, knowing that it had to happen for him to be our Savior, to make us his forever. So he's headed to Jerusalem, and he sees Bart and Bartimaeus is on the side of the road begging. And that brings us to the next similarity. While we may not be blind like Bartimaeus, 
We do share the commonality of being beggars. Yes, each and every one of us is a beggar. Luther has the famous quote, really the last words that, that he wrote, we are beggars, this is true. And what he meant by that is that, that we don't bring anything to the table. There is nothing that we offer God. There's nothing that we do to earn salvation, to earn forgiveness, to earn anything for ourselves. We, like Bartimaeus, are totally reliant on the mercy of God. And that's why, as Bartimaeus cried out, have mercy, that as I told the kids earlier, we call out in the very same way. We also say, Lord, have mercy. No matter what setting uh, of liturgy that we use when we gather here, at some point we're calling out, Lord, have mercy. And just like Bartimaeus in our text he said, that as the people told him to be silent, they rebuked him. But what did he do? Our text tells us he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. He wouldn't stop. And neither do we. Neither do we. Week after week after week, we gather here and we call out in the same way, Lord, have mercy. And you know what? He answers those calls for mercy. He answers every single one of our cries for mercy as he gives us his grace, his love, his mercy each and every time. He does that here in worship as he feeds and nurtures us through word and sacrament. He strengthens our faith and equips us to live as his people out in the midst of the world in which he places us. He answers our cries for mercy, just like he did for Bartimaeus. And after Bartimaeus had his cries for mercy answered, we're told that he went and he followed Jesus on the way. And that's the, another similarity that we have with Bartimaeus, that we follow Jesus. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the way, we read in verse 52. And when the shepherds heard the Christmas message, they rose up and they went to Bethlehem. When Peter, James, and John heard Jesus' call at the Sea of Galilee, they left their nets and they went to follow him. When Bartimaeus heard Jesus' call, he rose and followed him on the way. When we hear Jesus' call, we follow. We follow. And like Bartimaeus, we have a new life to live. You see, Jesus changed everything for Bartimaeus. Changed his entire outlook on life, both temporally and eternally. And Jesus does the very same thing for each and every one of us as his people. He changes everything for us. He makes us his people. He calls, gathers, enlightens, and sanctifies us as his people. And he gives us all that we need, not only for this body and life, but for all of eternity. He changes everything. And so like Bartimaeus, we also have a story to tell. To give witness of what God has done 
and what he continues to do in our life. And what a blessing it is as we go forth from here to be able to share that with others. The way that God answers our cries for mercy, how he provides for all of our needs, how he gives us grace upon grace. And how, we, how we, that grace is not just for us, but it's for all people, for everyone whom we will encounter. Brothers and sisters in Christ, we are called to a life of following Jesus. Because this road that we walk with Jesus is a road that keeps on going until it reaches the new Jerusalem. There, the road turns into streets of gold. For the cries are no longer cries for mercy, but are cries of joy and praise. We travel along this road with Jesus, who has also given us sight and salvation. He has given us eyes to see him as our Lord, our Savior, and our Redeemer. And he enables us to see, to truly see all who are troubled around us. Until this road finally reaches its final destination, Jesus continues to call us to walk with him and to open our eyes to those who walk with us, to see those who suffer around us. And the call then is to bear with one another, to be carried by one another, to be there for one another, to give hope to one another. How do we do that? We do that by giving Jesus to one another, sharing God's word and promises, lifting one another up in prayer, and helping one another, encouraging one another. What a blessing that is as we walk that road together with Jesus. And to remember that promise that we have, that promise that we are risen with the risen Christ. And we now walk with the reigning son of David. We walk this road through death and through the grave into abundant and self-giving life here and now and to the eternal life in the new Jerusalem that God has prepared for us. And so thanks be to God for all this he gives to us as we call out to him Lord, have mercy. Amen.